T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. God's name is going on in here. What was that ruckus? With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The fan. Breakfast club. We have a breakfast club open now. And I enjoy it, Russ. Awesome. I, I enjoy it greatly. You <laughs> Thank told you. me I, I was listening very intently there, and I mean this song obviously gives it away, right? Uh, but I just I didn't know if you went just '80s like theme with it, but uh, in just '80s movies. But that was uh, just Stone Cold Breakfast Club open. Absolutely. I didn't know if you were going all John Hughes, maybe. Ooh, that's a good that's a good thought. Mix them all in. Bravo again. Hey, thanks, man. Here. I, 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 I am, I'm going to give you the uh, thumbs up, and I'm also going to throw this out there in, uh, in hopes that you don't kill me. Hate the Breakfast Club. You hate it. It's up there with, I can hear him get out of his chair. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is up there with uh, Dirty Dancing in Greece for me. What? Th- those are three movies I, that I, I hate. Why? Danny hates Americana, apparently. I do. I do. There's there's a group of movies that you throw uh, what sixteen candles in there and I'm trying to think of another one. So John Hughes movies. Oh yeah, pretty much yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna hate on Uncle Buck now too. No, no, that I will not. Uncle Buck is great. Okay, do you just not like what? What is it? Do you not like the Brat Pack? I mean, Dirty Dancing and Grease are yeah. Those are surprising too. No, I well I don't musicals in general. I I don't like and then they're. There's something about I can, I can never remember her name from from Dirty Dancing. Jennifer uh, Grey. Yes, I just don't don't like her. Oh, I mean, it's Ferris's sister. I, I know. Say Ferris. That just okay. Not yeah, my thing, man. man. That's I, and that's fine. And that's, that's usually one of those ones like how and I'm like I, I don't know, man. I, heartless, soulless, a pit of emptiness. I don't know. I just hate her. her no, up, I get it. I get it because, uh, again, see my Star Wars take, and this is why it's ridiculous that people get upset when I'm like, I, it's just not my jam. It, it is for other people, whatever, not my jam. See? Now, so the next time you try to get upset about me not liking Star Wars, we can just sit there and we can point to what are revered as classics that other people enjoy that you don't like. It's just not your jam. No, I Star- get it. your Star Wars one still sucks. No, no, because, and this is the you thing. Have, you even made it through the movie. Yeah, because it's not my jam. So, 
while you get all <sighs> bent out of shape about that, I'm just going to sit there and be like, hey, you know what? You don't have to like The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. You just don't like the finer things in life, apparently. See, there it is. I'm just sitting on the other side of the wall over here thinking you guys both have crappy, crappy taste in uh, movies. Mm. It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. All right. Uh, Mike McDaniel is undefeated as a head coach, and he is an interesting man. He is a man of many tastes. He is a well-educated man. He went to Yale. Did you know that? Yeah, he's, he's a smart man. Mike McDaniel is going to go down. He's going to start becoming the new Ryan Fitzpatrick, where it's like, hey, do you know Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard? Oh. Yeah, did you know? Did you know? Mike McDaniel went to Yale? Huh? Did you know about Ooh. that? Yeah, we know. Um, he is smart, he's eccentric, and he's undefeated as a head coach and atop the AFC East. And I absolutely love this piece of audio from his press conference yesterday because it is exactly why he is thriving as a head coach. The hype, the power rankings, the everything you're talking about, um, unless I missed in the, in the bylaws somewhere that that gets you a playoff berth, then what are we talking about? None of the power rankings or, or the hype um, factor in on that. To me, it's only, um, you know, there's I, I try to cater to uh, any of the uh, guys that are in love with attention and let them know that, hey, if you still want this attention, keep winning. I absolutely love that. It, it shows you why he does work and why you hear – Every player that he's had at every stop he's been at, they rave about his ability to connect with people and to teach because even at the professional level, teaching is such a big part of it. And I think the part that he threw in at the end there, I, I love he went straight football coach, which is like yeah, power rankings don't really matter. So what are we even talking about here, right? <laughs> like That is a very good question. Like, what are we talking about? Well, it's for the fans. It's not for him. Yeah, and that's the thing. is He's... he's, he's Leaning into the head coach persona maybe a little too much for my, for my liking. But I, I also understand what he's saying. It's dead on. But there's like, also an entire industry driven around content, and that is part of Well, yeah, but when you, dra- no, when you drag that into what they're trying to do day-to-day, it doesn't make sense because they're two completely different industries. They're both surrounded about uh, around football, but they're completely yes. separate. And so like that's where football coaches are like, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. But what I think, and this is where Mike McDaniel and what he does so well is that connection with players because at the end of it, he says the people who need that attention and who need that hype, he does relay it to them. Mm. And every player is different. Tyreek Hill, for God's sakes, Mm -hmm. do you see his interview where he was in Pit Vipers and in his locker? Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, we're playing on, in primetime? They're like, well, no, on Amazon Prime because you're on Thursday night. Like, you play on Thursday night this week, Tyreek. Like, obviously you're going to be in primetime. Like, he's like, oh, that's dope. It's like, okay, he obviously loves attention and yes. he wants more attention, right? He gives the deuces for a reason. The thing about Mike McDaniel, he's going to tell Tyreek Hill all of it. Yes. Like, hey, man. They're saying this about you. They love you, blah blah. Because he needs that, and he thrives there's, off. There's of some it. guys that need to be patted on the back. There's some guys who you don't need to say a single word. I to. guarantee you, his right tackle could give two s's about what the power rankings have the Miami Dolphins or their offensive line by Pro Football Focus, but, and he tailors everything to that. And you hear from all of his stops and all of the personalities that he's worked with is that that is exactly 
why he connects with his guys and, and maximizes their potentials because he understands that. Listen, if he's a smart guy, he's prioritizing the power rankings of nearby restaurants to the stadium for his offensive line. Facts. I mean, that, that's, that's the power rankings he's feeding to his offensive line. Boys, this is where you go to get your steaks. And to that degree, it's also where guys like, you know, we talk about the struggles of Josh McDaniels or mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett, who relates to guys like Aaron Rodgers very well when he's in Green Bay as a coordinator. But you become a head coach. Can you relate to the other side of the ball? Mm-hmm. Can you get everybody to pull the rope in the same direction? Can you relate to your other weird quarterback? That is something that you cannot you can't you cannot predict if you are an owner or a GM making a hire because the eccentric little weirdo that went to Yale who got into football because he just kept showing up to Denver Broncos training camp on his bike because he lived down the street and is he's kind of a latchkey kid, right? And the trainer finally said, what are you doing here every day? And they brought him inside the ropes and he became friends with Kyle Shanahan because they were the same age. Ta-da. That guy, that guy, nobody thought that he would be able to command the locker room like he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Now, everything has come up Miami in the first three weeks, and they haven't had those times where you have to look long in the mirror and see yeah. if it still works. But it's working for them right now, and Miami looks the part. Man. And if you never have to look yourself in the mirror, you know, that's not – It's not. listen, you, you learn more from your failures in life than your successes more often than not. Yep. But if you never take L's, <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing. Go. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, – it's it's incredible to think of how well Miami is playing because they don't have to care about the power rankings. But how could you not have a power ranking where Miami isn't at or near the top um, alongside the Philadelphia Eagles? Because what they've been able to do for the first three weeks is they've exercised some demons in that they get New England early, they get Buffalo early, coming down to Miami – so it's not like a vacation for the Northeast teams to come down and beat up on you in the warm weather. No, 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 no. This was you come down to the sweltering heat, stand on that sideline and, and burn cook. in the sun, and we are going to beat you. So they are 2-0 and in their division. They go on the road, and they have a dramatic and thrilling victory where you want to talk about putting them on the table. McDaniel did it in that fourth quarter. They win 42-38 to over Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. They have three very good wins that are going to take them a long way at the end of the season when it comes down to tiebreakers and divisional races and stuff because they're 3-0 with two divisional wins and then a road win against a team that you're going to be going up against with the tiebreaker in the in the Baltimore Ravens. And you're going to – yeah, I mean, as there's – you did get your, your home win against Buffalo in your heat, but you are going to have to go back up to Buffalo in their winter. December 18th. <laughs> and then you have to go to New England on New Year's Day. Yeah. It's You're gonna, going to it's New gonna England It's going to come New full Year's circle. It's, I mean, it'll kick you. Uh-huh. It'll kick you. Yeah, let's, see, let's, see how, let's see how Tua's accuracy holds up in those 30-mile-an-hour wins. You're going to have that come-to-Jesus moment when you go to Buffalo. <laughs> like, there is not a team that looks more out of place than the Miami Dolphins when they're in their all whites on the road and it's snowing somewhere. Like the they look like you know because you know what you can do if you're in Buffalo or New England, you can turn the heat up into your indoor practice facility. You can't practice in a refrigerator in Miami. No, it's too. It's uh, <laughs> price wise, it just costs a little too much. 
You have to go cool runnings <laughs> where they sit in the ice machine to get used to being cold. That's what that's the closest thing that you, yeah. you have cryo chambers and that's about as close as you're gonna get uh to your guys being able to simulate that cold down in Miami. I love it though because I mean, think of this. The two best teams in the NFL right now who have the best wins, and look, this is by no means you talk about power rankings, those are minute by minute, day by day, week by week, right? We're not riding off Baltimore or the Kansas City Chiefs or no. heck, I'm not even I'm not putting the LA Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs, out of it. But if you look at through three weeks, Philly and Miami. They've looked the best. Duke have those two duke it out yeah. and see. And Nick Sirianni's also in that same vein as Mike McDaniel, right? A different cat. A different bird, but hey, it doesn't matter if you can connect with your players, that's the only thing that matters in the NFL because they're paid pros, man. It doesn't matter if you're doing rah-rah crap or you are straight edge. Like Bill Belichick, he may not get along with the media. He, by accounts of his players and his former players, he is has the ability to crack jokes and relate to them. So I guess he's got that going for him. I mean, if nothing else, I mean, that's, that's the way ultimately it's going to end up working. But I, I am ultimately rooting for guys like McDaniel because they're disruptors in the – not just how they fundamentally see things, but how they see the game of football. Mm. Yes. I, I like that guys that question tradition and traditional wisdom of, well, uh, there's that, that video we had from uh, Hawk. Andrew Hawkins. Last week it was incredible how uh, McDaniel told him in his first year, uh, hey, man, we're, you're, you're doing this. As it, just trust me on your releases. When I tell you to release this way, just do it. Mm-hmm. And he did it, and all of a sudden he was having cleaner releases than the entire team was having cleaner release rates than any other team in the in the league. When you would talk about doing it differently, like part of the Andrew Hawkins and uh, what's the Tom and Hawk pod with Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawkins, mm-hmm. they they do a podcast together. Um, Hawkins was talking about taking how McDaniel will take other sports and he Apply. translates them to football and. If you have multi-sport athletes and you have guys that understand, hey, you know, I think the I think the one that he used was Allen Iverson. Like the crossover. you take Allen Iverson's crossover mm-hmm. and he, he relayed that to releases, like how you set a guy up mm-hmm. um, to cross him over is you go right and then you go to the left, but you're going back to the right. You're shifting your whole body. You're getting your hips swing, and that's why if you if anybody's ever been on the social media and seen the clip of Stefan Diggs uh-huh. actually like mimicking a crossover, that's what he's doing. That's where this came from. Yeah. It's just, just stuff like that. You're like, that sounds so stupid, but then you watch it actually in practice, and you go, well, he got a very clean release there. So if he's crossing the dude up off the line, I don't care. Whatever, what, whatever it takes. It's mm-hmm. just a, it, you're just, it's a paradigm shift of how you go about things and how you apply those things and where those applications come from. I, I love like the true mad science of sports. Yep, and you got a couple of them. One of them definitely down in South Beach in Mike McDaniel. Uh, who also gave us a new drop uh, that is fantastic for radio in, in all of that. What are we talking about? <laughs> there's, there's definitely a, uh, a tinge of uh, like Pauly Shore there. What are we talking about, man? What, what are we talking about here? Yeah. What, are, what, what are we even doing here? Um, okay. Can we talk about the Mariners really quick? Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Mariners. They had a tough loss last night. Not Hey, all the hope isn't lost, Mariner fans. Danny Dusty on the fan. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Okay, we have got uh, some loose ends that we got to tie up in the final half hour of the show. Um, we have three of the five most underrated Sammies uh, we started the show with. The French dip, the tuna milk, the Monte Cristo came, came in on the fan text line. Monte Cristo is solid. That is a great yes. underrated That is one sandwich. you have to nail, though. Um, Kingston. Uh, Kingston has great Monte Cristos. La Provence also. Uh, uh, great one. I believe also the... Uh, what is yeah, this? but the- can you get a shot of wild turkey with your Monte Cristo at La Provence? Because you can at the Kingston. I don't know if they have a shot of wild turkey, but they do have <laughs> fantastic... Uh, Drink pairings. Dusty, you'll know this one. The uh, the is it the Blue Moon Diner? Yeah, right yes. on uh, Highway right uh, on TV, TV Highway. highway yeah. yeah, I've been there a ton. Another good Monte Cristo. Yeah, Monte Cristos are money. Um, so we got a, underrated sandwiches. Text them in at 503-250-1080. Um, we also have to get to. They use condoms for what? Because that is mm-hmm. a legitimate question. Um, they didn't teach me this in sex ed. No, no, no. But uh, apparently safe broadcasting is something that mm. uh, needs to be discussed. It's, it's practiced, apparently. Yep. But the Seattle Mariners last last night, 5 nothing to the Texas Rangers. Yes? Those Rangers. The same Texas Rangers that are second, the second worst team in the AL West, only ahead of the worst team in the American League. The Oakland Athletics. Um, they lost five nothing, and now are three and seven over their last ten. Have lost uh, two games, and have seen the skid really start to affect this team. Where as they're making a postseason push and and really have a comfortable lead at three and a half games over the final wild card spot. Concern still looms with nine games to play for the Seattle Mariners. They haven't shaken it yet. They still have that stench on them. There's still some trust issues and shaking the, what is it, 20 years now? Uh, it'd be 21 years, 21. yeah. It's 21 years. 21 yeah. years. They just, they're, there's just a lot, man. And if you look at the wild card standings right now, uh, Seattle is, they're not safe. But they're not in any danger. But they are, they are closing in on danger. Well, it, it, here's here's the thing. Last night, the Orioles, who are chasing them, they also lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
So keep that in mind. They The Orioles will finish their season with three games in the Bronx and then three games against the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, Those will be games that do matter for those two teams that are mm-hmm. still jockeying for their postseason positioning, right? The the Yankees, not so much, just because they're kind of locked into the second seed in the AL, and they're not catching the the Astros, which have 102 wins. And they're not being caught by Cleveland. And they're not anywhere close to being caught by Cleveland or t- Toronto. They've clinched a division, too. So, But they're still you don't want to go into the postseason on the skids, no. so the Yankees are going to be playing hard, and... We'll see where that one goes. And they want to get judges home, Ron. They want to do all the stuff and get things out of the and, way and, and have happy stories going into the playoffs. Yeah, and for the Mariners, my goodness gracious, could the schedule set up any better for you? Quite literally, no. You have the worst teams in baseball. You have the, the Texas Rangers and the Oakland A's. And, that, and then the Tigers. You have the Tigers in there. Yeah, I mean, you, you are quite literally closing against the worst teams in baseball. And guess what? You do not leave T-Mobile Park the rest of the way. Ta-da, 10-game homestand. You are at home, and like this will kind of sort itself out, right? But there is cause for concern because of the fact of, like, you have Robbie Ray, who last – and he's been a part of winning teams mm-hmm. who have gone to World Series before. He can smell something in the air. He said this after the game. It says, for me, we've just got to stop looking at the scoreboard. If it was my choice, we'd turn that thing off because we need to play our brand of baseball. We need to go out every day and try to win that day. We need to stop worrying about what other people in the league are doing, what Baltimore's doing, what Tampa's doing, what Toronto's doing. We need to play Mariners baseball, and I think, for me, that should be our main focus every day. Now, this is it, right? And this is what it comes down to is you said it at the beginning of this. It's 21 years. It's a long post. It's it's, drought, it's lingering over. Like even though that there's so much new and fun and fresh about the organization, you still have to kick that wall down. And this Mariners team and the Mariners franchise, it feels different. It looks different. It is different because you have young talent. You have homegrown talent. You've gone in. You've gotten arms like Robbie Ray, and you are on the right path. But it, this is like one of those warning shots. That's like, all right. We see this all the time with teams that make it to the postseason in baseball for the first time especially, right? In that it's really hard to win in the postseason when everything's magnified. And if you're getting if you're getting those jitters right now when you're looking to secure the third and final wild card spot and you have a cushion, what is that going to look like once you finally make the postseason? Because I think the Mariners will make the postseason. This meltdown isn't going to last forever. They Robbie Ray is right. They need to just focus on themselves right now, farm their own land, and – you get to that postseason, I think a lot of the pressure is going to get off. But, man, having having it kind of fall the way that it is and seeing the panic on social media from Mariners fans, I don't blame you. And that's the other thing is that, like, if I'm an M's fan. Oh, the panic is real. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks because of all of the heartbreak that you've had, all of that pain that you've had to suffer for 21 years. My goodness, you were looking for a, all right, the final couple weeks of the season, we put the Orioles in the rearview mirror, and we just can cruise into the postseason, and we can celebrate those victories. And now you're getting a team that they're clinching. Like, they're clinching, not clinching. They're clinching because of the fact that they've got some demons that they need to exercise themselves, which is you want a team to act like you've been there before. They've never been in this position before. A lot of these guys haven't, except for a vet like Robbie Ray who comes out and, and says it. I mean, straight up says, look, 
we need to focus on us and not anybody else. They can do it and not be scared. And here's the thing. You do have a new culture. You do have a a 21-year-old superstar that is the face of your franchise going forward. You have done everything necessary to shake the bugaboo of 21 straight years of missing the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You can go into the playoffs and get absolutely housed, get run out, and it is still a successful season. You have got the monkey off your back. Everything they have, the entire kitchen sink, should be thrown at securing the wild card positioning and then worrying about your pitching rotation as you get into the wild card and everything else. Because once you Kool-Aid man that, once you break that wall down, then it's, it's, no, it's no longer a storyline. You don't – we've done this. We know what it takes. It's, it's not of, oh, my God, can they do this? And your fan base can stop sitting there in the stands. Because I bet you on the field, those guys can feel the anxiousness and the nervousness of 60,000 people on top of them. Absolutely. And you read, you know, like every single article, Big John Sukanik's Twitter feed, where he says he's never hated a team he loves so much. <laughs> like this is how good eleven and thirteen in, in the month of September. Uh, it, look, you put a couple games, you get a couple wins on the right track, and and this is going to be completely different. Remember, you get two more with Texas, and then you have a three game set with the A's, which are the worst team in the American League. And then you have uh, a four-game set to finish off the season against the second-worst team in the American League, the Detroit Which Tigers. is hilarious because they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. Now, <laughs> this is the thing. I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm not even going to put it into mm. existence. I won't do that. Mm. I will not put there it into go. existence, okay? Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps are right. All right, most underrated sand- sandwiches. Uh, text us, 503-250-1080. Uh, we'll get to those, plus uh, Broadcasting 101. Broadca- actually, Broadcasting in a Hurricane 101. Mm. I've done research on this. I actually went and talked to engineers about yeah. this. And they're smart, supposedly. Smarter than me. Mm. Danny Dusty on the fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. The fan. Hurricane Ian heading in towards uh, making landfall down in Florida. And uh, I, I do want to say that all of these reporters that are out there, ballsy performance by all. These reporters that go out there, my goodness, like, they're going into a hurricane where people are evacuating. Like, yeah. It's a crazy thing that we just are like, hey, Go ahead and head on out there. No, Cantor going out there in a hundred like there's there's like rings to a hurricane, yeah. right? Like there's how deep you go into it. Cantor's out there literally in the eye of the hurricane. That's wild. Hundred. I've I've been in some like insane weather. Uh, I've been in high winds, but never like a hurricane to go with it. Like I've been in yeah. like nasty like hundred mile an hour winds before, but not with this stuff behind it. I can only imagine just how insane this is. It's crazy. That's what always cracked me up about weather stuff like this is they'll be on TV and be like, "Yo, everybody take careful, shelter in place, evacuate. Now to our reporter on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Stuffed firmly in the middle of the danger. Uh, How you doing there, Jack? They're just like, it's really windy out here. It's like, yeah, we know. You're in a hurricane. I told you guys I didn't want this assignment. You really shouldn't be out here as he's just getting pelted and street signs are flying behind his head and it all hell's breaking loose. Like, it's crazy to think about it. It's like, 
It's really windy. Uh, there's a lot of destruction. I just saw the roof fly off back behind me. And then meanwhile, as this guy's out there and he's on camera, you have the cameraman. There is a cameraman who's sitting there and having to keep his eye on the The, the surroundings. No, the, his eye's on the talent. He's not, he not looking at the surroundings. He's looking through a, a lens at the guy standing there getting about to get blown over and has no idea what's coming his way. At least the guy reporting is looking around and it can go head on a swivel. The cameraman, he doesn't even have that. But lost in all of this is some um, – is Big E on Twitter, Ian a podcaster for Dolphins stuff. He tweeted out a photo of Channel NBC Channel 2 reporter. I don't know what her name is, but she is in the storm holding a microphone with well, I mean it look it, it is. It's a it condom. Doesn't look like it is it, a It is a condom over the microphone. And I had not known that a condom is something that is often used or ever used as protection for a microphone. No, certainly not. You and I have been uh, doing media stuff for uh, collectively, like, what, 25 years combined? Well, yeah. I've never seen this before. It, it's something. Uh, it sure is something. And, like, I've been like, I, I've been out where they send me out into the games where it's raining and stuff, and they're just like, yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry you'll about deal it. Deal with it. You'll be good. You know, it's like pouring down rain and the wind is going... All of a sudden, we start getting all the replies to this are, you guys, you'd be surprised how often condoms are used with audio equipment. And I was like, nope, I, uh, you're right, I would be, because like I didn't think. So I went and I talked to our engineers. Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, I could see that happening, because the, pla- the rubber is not, the plastic coating mm-hmm. is not going to be something that... Um, absorbs the moisture no the audio frequencies oh you can still talk right through a, like a plastic bag or a condom in this case interesting so they're like yeah it'd work it wouldn't it wouldn't affect the sound waves going through at all even if it's lubricated well i mean maybe well, that's what i'm saying you gotta get the, the dry ones right i mean i'm sure you're going the extra thin um as well the lambskin yeah sure yeah that, but that, that's, the what, reporter, that's what we need to figure out here. It was the uh, the idea of what, like, what's the what's the optimal condom for audio usage. The report uh, actually tweeted out, yeah, what you because she saw her her photo was going viral, and she put on her, her Instagram said, yep, it's it's true. Well, I mean, we know it's true because the photo, and I retweeted it at Dusty underscore Hera. The photo, it's very clear what it is. I mean, you just got to you got to find a way not to have that little reservoir poking up there. Yeah, no, the tip the tip definitely uh, gives it away. But uh, yeah, I you learn something new every day. I, it caught me off guard for sure. I mean, now all, like this is gonna go viral, and, and the it next already thing is. you know what's gonna happen is like you're gonna have like teenagers going out and buying like magnums to go put around their phones for when they, when the rain starts coming. Not, not bad. <laughs> because you're going to be like, see, it works. It's on TV. It's going to be the new weird trend that everybody just shakes their head at. And you know what I'm going to say? 
at least you're not eating pie, Tide Pods, and yeah. at least you're not cooking your chicken in NyQuil. Yeah, no, take it up, take it, tie it up on the other end. Look, float it. If the it. worst thing that we're doing is having a, a generation of kids running around, with, you're using with, condoms for protection on your phones. Protection, at least. baby steps. Oh man! All right. Okay, let's. Uh, I got nothing. That's all I got, man. This um, and we need one more sandwich for our top five most underrated sandwiches. Uh, our list is going to be ma- being made public soon. Uh, your submissions at five zero three two five zero ten eighty. We have four of the five. I got a couple suggestions uh, uh, when we get there. You sure do. All right, uh, we wrap it up. Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Darling, you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that All right, you are uh, we've got four sandwiches that we have on the list time. for the most underrated sandwiches. So uh, we need know. a fifth. And then we can make our list public on the at Danny and Dusty page, and we'll try to get as many as we can. Our four that I feel, I feel oh. very solid over. I had hiccups. Our French dip, mm-hmm. tuna melt, delicious. I, I, I fight you on that one a little bit, but okay. Uh, the Monte Cristo. I mean, it's a sandwich with French toast. For God's sakes, it's delicious. The Cubano, and then we have to find our fifth because I think we have four really good ones. Um, do we go down the road of uh, what started this conversation in the first place, which is pastrami? Even though I feel like that is a pretty common uh, sandwich, the Reuben, but that's not for everybody because you know you've got rye bread. See, I'm not a Reuben guy, but it's not because of the rye bread; it's the sauerkraut. Sauerkraut, yeah, that's yeah. what gets me. Sauerkraut will do it. I was telling Dusty this: I had never had sauerkraut until about a month ago and it was always the, the smell and the look i was like ah, not really my thing and i'm usually a pretty adventurous eater but i just wasn't down and then i had a uh corned beef sandwich on marble rye with a little bit of crowd on it and uh i gotta say I, I had to take a little bit of crowd off i had to get the right amount mm-hmm. but gotta say i was i was like i'm in i'm in on crowd now yeah i'm out on crowd but a lot of people are a lot of people love sauerkraut uh, and then you mentioned maybe putting a grilled cheese on here, though. I think the grilled cheese is properly rated very high. I mean, you have whole restaurants committed to and food carts committed to grilled cheese. Everybody loves grilled cheese. They do, but when you think of sandwich, you don't typically go there like immediately, even though it, it's, oh, it, it is fun to have kids. And I think that's part of it. That's where you go. The yeah, kids I mean, come, come you part go, of it. You go all in on the grilled cheese. And you know what? The cheaper the cheese, the better the, the grilled cheese. You a Kraft Singles guy? Like a Kraft Singles on a grilled cheese, not bad. Not bad. You can fancy up the cheese all you want, but there's something wholesome about, like, it takes me back to Kraft Singles, and you just have crappy white bread, and you're like, I'll still eat it. I think it's still a good sandwich. I'll, I like to go with the, like, wheat with like, all of the grains and some pepper jack. Mm, the sourdough. I'm sourdough grilled Sourdough's a good guy, one, yeah. especially if you buttered up real nice. All right, Rust, you said you had some recommendations. You could fire those off. Hoagies and grinders, hoagies and grinders. Properly rated. That's the most popular sandwich. Meatloaf sandwich. Oh. Wait. 
Is the Sloppy Joe a sandwich, or is the Sloppy Joe... It's meat it's, between two pieces of bread. Or is it... It's oh, Well, so is a hamburger, but nobody's calling a hamburger so a, a sandwich. Um, is the Sloppy Joe in its own realm? No, I believe it's a sandwich. You believe it's a sandwich? Yep. I have seen a Sloppy Joe characterized yeah. as, a, as a Sloppy Joe sandwich. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on a I'm, menu as Sloppy Joe's. And to okay. those who say they hate Sloppy Joe's, I just say back, you've never had good Sloppy Joe's. That is true. I think Sloppy Joe's is a great... That's... Sloppy Joe's are fantastic. Like, I'm not talking that manwich bullcrap. No, no, no. You're talking You're Sloppy talking, Joe. You got to chop up your onions and pepper, and you get yep. some ketchup and brown sugar, and I'd like to put some yellow mustard in there for a little bit of tang. Man, you were eating tomato sloppy paste. Joe's the other day. I was. I brought in some leftover sloppy joes. And then you, right. you could smell it. it had the I, onions, the I think number five. I think number five is the sloppy okay, joe. So I've got the, I've got some French dip, tuna melt, the cubano, the sloppy joe, and Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo. That's a good list, guys. That's a great list of underrated sandwiches. Sloppy Joe is a great addition to that. Uh thank you for your recommendations on the fan text on 503-250-1080. Um which, by the way, the fan text line gave us three of the five finalists that, that made it on there. All right. Uh, we were talking earlier about coach tenures in college football and during the breaks. You were, you were, you were researching this uh, quite viciously. Well, I went and I found it because I think that it's incredible. There are 131 FBS programs in college football. We're talking about Middle Tennessee State's coach who's been there since 2006, 7, 2007. Um, I found there are only 10 coaches in college football that have been at their school for 10 years or more. I told you there was okay. very few that were at 10 years. There are, this is the surprising part. There are 100 coaches in college football that have been at their school for less than five years. <clears throat> 10 coaches have been at their institution for 10 or more. Mm-hmm. 100 have been there for five or fewer years. And guess what? You're about to get another one. Uh, it's going to reset at Auburn because uh-huh. they're about to fire Brian Harson. Well, at least by the end of the year. My goodness. that Think of that. Like That is nuts to think about. They like, churn through coaches like there's no tomorrow. Well, like, and a lot of coaches don't get a chance. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, and I bet you this list, as bad as it is right now, Oof. I bet you it was significantly better 15 years ago. Oh, it, it is yeah. that snowball is rolled downhill. You have two years now That's because it. of money. Yep, because of money. Well, you get a little bit more. You usually get like a recruiting cycle. I think it's less than that. Now it depends on the university, but I they usually give you a recruiting irrational schools that are a dumpster fire. But they, there's more of those than that's kind of my point. But that's not there, there's not there's not that many that we're talking. That's a short list. I want I I dumpster I fire see, schools are short list. I'd want to see the average length of contract right now that, that coaches are serving. I bet you it's under three those and a half years. Those are my Gus Malzahn got fired three years into a seven-year deal. Uh, Brian Harson is in year two of a five-year deal. I'm saying I bet you it's under three years. Jeez. Oh, sorry, three and a half years is the number I said. Um, yeah, I give your coach at least a one recruiting cycle. Give them at least four years, or your school is not going to win for a while. Mm. Ugh, disgusting. All right. Not um, disgusting. Sandwiches. Well, and a lot, uh, there also needs to be into that, too, is you have coaches leaving for better gigs, too. True. Which is the opposite of coaches fi- getting fired. All right. We will be back tomorrow from th- uh, noon till 3. Up next, you got primetime from 3 to 7. Have a great Wednesday. See you Thursday right here on The Fan. Mm, bye. What are we talking about? 
super duper big play! Quack, quack! Quack, quack! Hoagies and grinders, hoagies and grinders. You're just basically raw dogging that thing. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.